0: I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. Splinter is a really smart little horror flick. How horrific is it? Well, I'm good at temporary detachment, and I still had to turn away at several points. As for smarts, when the hero and heroine are having trouble setting up their camping tent in an ancient forest, she tells them that it's like you always say, we have to be smarter than what we're working against. This modest little genre piece is smarter than most of the overproduced and heavily marketed studio fare that's been filling the multiplexes this fall. It's short, taut, nicely shot, well acted, astutely directed, specific where it might have been generic, original enough to be engrossing and derivative enough to be amusing. In other words, it knows exactly where it belongs and how to be its best self. What a revolutionary concept. Until now, the first-time director Toby Wilkins has made his name as a visual effects expert, and Splinter has its share of creepy crawlies, or more precisely, creepy crawly slimy spikies, with emphasis on the spikes, parasitic organisms that do grisly things to the human bodies they invade and promptly zombify. The effects range from unassuming to reasonably impressive, but Wilkins has an equally expert way with his actors— The young couple are played by Paolo Costanzo and Jill Wagner. He's working on a doctorate in biology, while her job description seems to be spunky and resourceful. They intersect with an escaped con, played by Shea Wiggum, and his hapless girlfriend, played by Rachel Kerbs, there on the lam and headed for Mexico. Wiggum's tightly focused anger reminded me a bit of Robert Carlyle. He's an impressive young actor, though occasionally a mumbler, And he does justice to a good role, a killer with a heart of silver, if not quite gold. Most of the action plays out in and around a rural gas station and convenience store. Some of it is agreeably silly. To foil the heat-seeking parasites, the hero tries to lower his body temperature with bags of ice cubes from the store freezer and he staggers around stiffly while he monitors a digital thermometer in his mouth. Splinter is one of an increasing number of hybrids that straddle the theater-TV divide. The film previewed Wednesday night on HDNet Movies, and it'll be downloadable on demand via cable, as well as booked in conventional theaters. I'm sure it'll find an audience. Horror fans are heat-seekers, too. Kevin Smith's Zack and Miri Make a Porno occupies the other end of the IQ scale. It's really dumb, even though it seems to consider itself quite bright. Zack and Miri, played by Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks, are friends since high school and roommates living not only platonically but impecuniously. The lights and water have just been turned off, and to avoid going completely broke, they decide to, yes, make a porn movie. And they decide to star in it, although they vow that having sex will never spoil the purity of their friendship. That's a fine idea for the right filmmaker, and so is the pairing of Rogan and Banks. Still, Kevin Smith slathers his patented slob aesthetic indiscriminately. Star Horrors, the porn movie within the movie, is predictably crude and nonsensical, but so is the movie that surrounds it, and Seth Rogen is totally out of control. He's been marvelously funny in the past and will be again, but get that party animal back in his cage. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.